got the profit up. Sure, it's like it a, like a golden. Oh, it was a cinnamon toast. It was a cinnamon toast crunch ice crunch cream yeah. shake. Yeah, and I wanted it so bad. It was a limited time deal, and we were down there for how long? Three weeks. Yeah, two three weeks. And I wanted that fucking ice cream. Yeah, they had commercials so, like every hour on the hour for this ice yeah. cream. Yeah, and it was pissing me off because every time it would tease me with it. And now. A word from our sponsor. Hey Mitch, you know how we were at your mom's house last weekend watching Spider-Man starring Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Remember how she curled her toes and left out that soft, sensual, sexual moan when Peter Parker dealt with the bully Flash Thompson, who was played by Joe Manganiello? Then she got up and went to the bathroom for what seemed like a very long time and her seat had that weird spot on it. Yeah, where's this going? But uh, turns out your mom really wants to bang Joe Manganiello because of Magic Mike XXL. Fuck you. But while Googling Joe Manganiello, I found out that Joe signed his soul away in his own blood nonetheless. To our new sponsor, Liquid Deathwater. Damn you for putting my mom's li- uh, thirst life out there for all... Uh, for everyone to hear but speaking of thirst liquid death water does murder thirst not only does it murder thirst but just like when your mom flicks the little man the boat while thinking of joe manganello in the bathroom it also comes in the can the goal of liquid death is to bring death to the plastic bottles liquid death donates 10 percent of profit for every can sold to a handful of non-profits to fighting the plastic problem and get and to get clean drinking water to those in need. You know what? I'm going to order a case for your mom at on liquiddeath.com. Or I'll ask our good friend Dick Hurts to pick up a case at Whole Foods on his way to your mom's house next time. Fuck you. Fuck Dick Hurts. But drink liquid death water. Pick up liquid death water at liquiddeath.com or your local Whole Foods today so you can murder thirst and kill the plastic problem, you piece of shit. Um, we're going to cover the giveaway. Okay. And I think the way, if you like it, the way we're going to do it this time is we'll do like a live drawing um, sometime around Christmas. Okay. Right, you draw one, I draw one. We can get out um, their choice of either a mug or a shirt. Okay. But you ready to start this? Because I've been thinking about an intro all these five minutes. Let's do it, my brethren. All right. <clears throat> mm, thanks for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome to Carpool Shenanigans. I am half of the creators of Carpool Shenanigans, Justin Wallace. With me, as always, is a man that holds the record for being the most American-American that America has produced. 
his uh, qualifications, you may ask. What qualifies him to be the most American-American in America? Well, I'm glad you asked. His blood isn't O-negative. It is actually rocket fuel and bald eagle tears. (laughs) (laughs) He gives off a natural fragrance of Velociraptor and the Baconator. (laughs) (laughs) He once tried to grow a mullet, and it became a trend around the world. My co-host, Mitch Glasgow. Mm, Hello, everybody. I didn't know that's how that was going to go. Well, yeah, I wanted to do like a really big one, but I couldn't remember all of it. It Something about like riding a bald eagle and your dad is Chuck Norris mixed with Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's just too much. So uh, before we get to this uh, wonderful episode and story that Mitch has got in store for us today, we're doing another giveaway. I know you're probably saying to yourself, well, Justin, you just got done with one. Are you splurging and blowing money like that? No, no. It's actually the fans that got, well, I guess the fans paid for the giveaway. I mean, well, yeah, it, it, the sponsorship from Liquid Death Water, go pick yourself up a case, is actually what's going to buy this uh, giveaway. See, we give, we get, and we give. That's how we do. We don't make any money on this show whatsoever. None. The fans, you guys are the ones that make this show as great as it is, believe it or not. If I could do a cocked gun to my head right now and everybody could see it after that comment, that would be perfect. That's a little depressing. Oh, sorry. Um, So you might be asking yourself, well, what is the guilt? What are you giving away this time? Well, and our answer is you could go fuck yourself. Close. Very, <laughs> very, very close. <laughs> That's almost what I was going to say word for word. But uh, oh. it's actually uh, from our last episode, we want to kind of set up a raggle fraggle kind of catchphrase. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got raggle fraggle or die shirt or a raggle fraggle mug. It's a, it's a magic mug. One of those ones you fill it up with hot water and it turns colors and shit. Oh. Yeah. So, once again, you may say, well, how are you going to do this giveaway, right? I mean, that's one of the questions that people ask. And, uh, and again, do... we, don't, we don't tell you. You listen to our podcast. You don't give advice on how we're going to do this, all right? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So, to submit, you know, if you're interested in being part of this giveaway, it's going to be as easy as one, two, Six. four. you're gonna go to our carpool or daily commuter our carpool shenanigans facebook page i'm gonna put a generic ass post like what's your favorite episode you just comment on there that's all you gotta do if you comment you're entered in to do this giveaway you know what you could do is you could do uh one of mitch's best intros yeah what what is what? the best intro I've given Mitch? I like that one better. Plus, it kind of strokes your ego a little bit, so it, everyone it does. wins. It does. <laughs> it, it strokes it up and down. So I'm going to make a generic post, and I'm going to put little parentheses giveaway. You just comment something. If you comment something, we're going to enter you in. And you're like, well, that sounds kind of rigged. What if you just pick someone? 
no, we're not doing that. We're actually going to do a live drawing sometime around Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, right. We, That's right. Yeah, we're not organized, so we don't pick a date. So it's going to be live. Facebook Live. Me and Mitch are going to pick names. He's going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. And you go, You are going to get a choice if you win. The mug or the shirt. So there's, my, two, there's two giveaways? Yeah, we're giving away to two That's different right. people. Yeah, see? Yeah. So what we do is how we get the names is we shove all of the names into my butthole. <laughs> and then we, we let Justin pick one out each time <laughs> yeah the cleanest pieces win and this will be on live oh yeah facebook live yeah yeah facebook live so prepare facebook get we're ready going, for the hate we're gonna get famous and do giveaways oprah style mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard here comment on there to get entered in and uh Let's have fun with it, you know. Let's have fun with it. Raggle fraggle, motherfucker. Yeah, it's you know, it's Christmas time. We like to do, you know, give back to the community and listeners. Yeah, we could have gave this money to charity, but <laughs> <laughs> starving kids in Africa. Um, so, man. Uh... Oh, those homeless people got enough to eat. Yeah, there, there's always gonna be more homeless people, but there's never going to be more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, guys. See? Yeah. What we have now is just going to carry us for the rest of the year. I just picture some person listening new to our show right now and going, well, this is not for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I made it eight minutes in. I'm, I'm good. I'm trying to figure out right now why there's four chickens in my yard. Um. I mean, you could show your dominance and shit on them. What? You don't. That's how you show dominance to chickens. It's crazy. There's four chickens playing with four cats. That's got to be a sign of the apocalypse. That's like an omen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell. So you got a story today? I do have a story today. I'm Um, excited to hear it. So. Have you ever been to Florida, Justin? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I have. Yeah? What's it like? Um, well, the Disney World part was fantastic. I feel like you're about to say that's the only good part of Florida. I wouldn't say Disney World's the greatest part of Florida. Um, what also is great about Florida is the amazing stories. Are we going to do Florida Man stories? Because I've been really excited Mm, no, hold on. We're going to step aside and give Florida man a little bit of a break. We're going to give the ladies a chance here. Oh, is, so how, is this way? Is this a ladies, uh, how, a female type of episode? Well, it's a Florida woman episode. Oh, they got Florida woman. Oh, yeah. That oh, sounds like a superhero. We got we got a bunch of Florida woman stories, okay? So I'm gonna give a few of them out, and uh, to me they're really funny and they're really great. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, and you know, Florida of course is like the garbage of the United States. Um, you thought New Mexico was bad? Step aside. Florida <laughs> takes a shit on New Mexico and bays in it. Yep, and right up there with New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New Jersey is like. The rich Florida. 
<laughs> and what's what's Oklahoma? <laughs> it's 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 the homeless of Florida. <laughs> the homeless of Florida. <laughs> Look at that. We're moving up in the ranks. So this one is called this little story is called Meet the Parents. Okay. Uh sometimes you just really want to bloom an onion, right? I've actually never had one. Well, you're a disgrace. Anyway, so when the, <laughs> when the parents of Lake Worth resident Deanna De- Seltzer, she was 28, refused to take her to dinner at their Australian-themed Outback Steakhouse chain restaurant, her reaction was to take a page out of Crocodile Dundee's blade-wielding playbook. After punching her mother in the chest and arms, scratching her dad on his face when he attempted to separate the two, then flipping over and shattering a glass table, Miss Seltzer grabbed a 12-inch decorative knife and chased her father around the house. Miss Seltzer's stay-at-home swashbuckling also included overturning recliners and slashing up some furniture. Charged with battery of a person 65 or older, an aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, she was released on bail and ordered to steer clear of drugs and alcohol. Which, to a Floridorian, is like being ordered to avoid shorts and sandals. That's pretty aggressive. (laughs) The situation begs a number of questions. Among them being, why does a 28-year-old need her parents' permission to go get an overcooked, overpriced steak? Another is why Outback Steakhouse, or rather, a lack of it, was this esteemed young lady's breaking point. (laughs) It seemed like an odd hill to die on, or rather, for your parents to almost die on. Yeah. I don't get it. You don't get it? What? Mm, okay. Number <laughs> <laughs> Number 9. It's it's losing her cool is the title of this. Floridorians 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 Fedora the explorer <laughs> are crazy enough with household temperature control, let alone without it. So when the husband of a Lake City resident Kimberly Dunn tried to take her air conditioner one scorching October day. Her response, by Sunshine State standards, was measured. She shot him in the testicles. Ooh. I feel like there's other places she could have shot him. Yeah, here's another random thought I had today. If you were put in a situation where you had to, could you actually cut your own penis off? No. Like, I no. I'm trying to figure what mental state I'd have to put myself in to do that. I, I mean, they would have to be like, I mean, th- that that's a hard one because, I mean, that's I mean, your penis. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, if there was, I don't know what type of situation would ever make you choose, but if the choice does arise, like, would you actually do it? Like, if it was to save someone else, maybe? It depends on who. Like, if it was my kids... Yeah, I'd, I'd do it. If it was my ex-wife, no. <laughs> if, it was, if it was Greg from work, no. Fuck Greg. <laughs> no. What are you thinking? No. My penis matters way more than your life. 
So, according to the reports, the former lovebirds were going through a divorce, and Dunn's husband wanted to sell the AC unit on Facebook, um, which is something sane people do. Seeking to prevent the uh, Flor- Floridorian fire sale, Dunn perched herself atop the unit with a handgun and refused to move, which is something else sane people do. Yeah, a pretty normal decision. Everyone does it. One thing led to another, and Dunn's hubby ended up bleeding from his baby makers. Luckily, the man's brother was there to drive him to the ER, since he likely had his hands full at that point. He went to the hospital and she to jail, both with some explaining to do. Uh, Questioned by police, Dunn claimed the shooting was accidental and that she only intended to scare her husband. Let's all uh, let's all assume um, she probably succeeded in this endeavor, right? Well, yeah, I mean, to the ER nurse, she's probably like, oh, that's the third one today who got shot in the dick. (laughs) Yeah, she blew my testicles off. He just uh, keeps repeating it. <laughs> my testicles! My testicles! Still. Yeah? What happened? Uh, kind of, Heather's trying don't, to call. Don't you ha- well, you put that bitch on silent mode and you tell her to, to quit. Uh, I'm on iPhone. I don't know where the do not disturb button is. <laughs> is there a do not there's a do not disturb button right there has to be uh yeah it's it's go to your settings and go to do not disturb okay fuck it she quit calling yeah now i gotta edit through all this stuff and okay number eight is uh check please uh, should this site ever develop a list of top 10 headlines ever? Probably. So, uh, but the, the title was Florida, Florida woman drops pants, licks man, dances naked in a Waffle House parking lot. That actually sounds like a really fun night. 38-year-old freedom rider Zobrist. Of course. Whose parents, whose parents either were civil rights activists or simply have a great sense of humor. <laughs> Who calls their kids Zobris? I I don't know. It was Z O B R I S T. Yeah, the doctor goes, "You want to name her what? Uh, how, yeah. how about a How about Sarah? Maybe Sarah's good. Could have named her Megatron. I mean, <laughs> uh, she was arrested last year in uh, Pensacola for indecent exposure, disorderly conduct, battering assault. Uh, otherwise known as the Florida Superfecta. The Superfecta. I'm glad they got According to that now. <laughs> According to police, an employee at a Waffle House, think of a 24-7 white trash diner, then multiply it across the southern U.S. Um, asked Zobrist to leave the restaurant due to her behavior. Uh, predictably, she soon returned and verbally abused the employee, threatening to get a gun and shoot the man in the face, along with the rest of the workers and patrons. Another satisfied Waffle House customer. Following this frank exchange of ideas, gold old, good old Freedom decided to free herself of her clothes. In the parking lot, she pulled down her pants, exposing herself and danced around the parking lot. 
um, Zobras confidentially, uh, uh, confidently strode up to the Waffle House employee and licked both sides of his face. She capped it off by blocking his vehicle inside the parking lot and dancing naked in front of the car. Nice. You know, there's probably some pervert that now goes to that Waffle House every day and hopes she comes back. Oh, for sure. Been eating here for 22 years. I ain't seen shit like it. <laughs> uh, the next one is the Sunshine, Sunshine State Samaritan. In early April this year, as the COVID-19 pandemic was beginning to impact her community in the suburbs of St. Augustine, 42-year-old uh, Abril decided to look out, look out for her fellow Floridorians in her own special way. Amid reports of grocery stores running low on essential items and with Easter just around the corner, uh, Abril thought folks could use a holiday-appropriate pick-me-up. Never one to seek credit for good ideas, April kept her comp- contributions anonymous, collecting scores of hollow plastic Easter eggs. She hatched a plan to provide locals with a COVID care package, Florida style. She went around to several houses in her neighborhood, leaving the cheerful, cheerfully colored eggs in the mailboxes. Inside the egg was a uh, bevy of quarantine able goodies, a cracker, powdered drink mix, one square of toilet paper, and a crumpled magazine page with a pornographic image on it. <laughs> All standard issue. I feel like she, her head's in the right place, you know. It's a Florida Staples. <laughs> Unfortunately, April isn't as a stealth as the Easter Bunny. Confronted by police, she admitted to placing the eggs in the mailboxes explaining that she was educating people. She was charged with 11 counts of distributing a scene material, though she claimed to have distributed some 400 eggs. Oh, shit. (laughs) Like, I really like where her head's at, though. I mean, it probably took at least half a day to just stuff shit inside of eggs. Uh, I'll guarantee it. But you know she was getting a laugh at it the whole time. Oh, yeah. I mean. How about uh, Meals on Wheels and meth? I like how you add the and meth. (laughs) (laughs) What was that at the end there? Meals on Wheels? Yeah, right at the end. (laughs) Yeah, Wheels. (laughs) Lopez was a a bit hungry. So the 20-year-old resident of the Gulf Coast town of Lakanto, Florida, decided to patronize her local Walmart. Mini muffins? Check. Uh, mini muffins? Check. Cinnamon rolls? Check. Rotisserie chicken with sauce? Check. Sushi? Sure. Why not? Are you breathing into the phone? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Two bottles of cheap wine? Double check. Meth? You bet your sweet Florida ass. Check. One would imagine that on that high on an illicit drug user's priority list is don't get caught doing illicit drugs. Unfortunately, Miss Lopez missed that day's memo, possibly because she was was busy doing meth. So after shooting two syringes worth into her veins, Miss Lopez threw discretion to the wind. 
first the assumably uh young woman what the fuck just happened did you say assumably assume uh i, I guess i said that wrong presumably <laughs> uh yes assembly presumably avengers Uh, she chose forego a traditional push cart in favor of a motorized scooter cart zipping around the aisles in a vehicle designed to Florida's flourishing population of elderly and obese residents hashtag America the other thing Miss Lopez chose to forego was the cash register instead choosing uh, to consume her meal right there in the grocery section the jig was up once an employee noticed a half-empty bottle of wine in her cart, then watched as she grabbed a box of sushi from a shelf, ate a piece, then placed the box back on the shelf. Otherwise known as the Flodorian Buffet. <laughs> the grab and dash. The grab and dash. Uh, under arrest and in the mood. Last year, a deputy pulled a couple over near Jacksonville after they cut off a car and nearly caused a collision. Smelling alcohol, the officer placed 35-year-old Megan and 31-year-old Aaron under arrest for suspicion of drunk driving. Just another day in the sunshine state, right? Wrong. Capitalizing on a rare opportunity for a coveted Florida man slash Florida woman combo, um... Megan and Aaron went full Florida by fornicating in the back of the patrol car. Noticing the two had shed their clothes and were engaged in recently arrested um, fucking, the deputy opened the car door to intervene, at which point Thomas pulled the ultimate wham-bam thank you ma'am by running, uh, or more accurately, streaking start naked into the night. (laughs) After what was likely a high entertaining be on the lookout police scanner noticed uh thomas was arrested and both he and um megan uh he and megan jailed charges included resisting violence unnatural and lovesavacious act exposure of sexual organs and driving under the influence no word on whether either cop car uh got off lightly or otherwise Thanks for the F shack. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the F shack. That's still one of my favorite scenes of any movie ever. (laughs) 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 That looks like a raccoon gave birth to babies in here. And there's a deer vagina. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a bunch of hobo guys had an orgy in your car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's called a kitchen soup. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. So what if uh, per Joan Osborne, God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Just a stranger. On a... On the... On, on a tricycle. On the On a tricycle? Are you sure yes. he's not on a bus? <laughs> no. So uh, Lita, 52, was convinced these holy head scratchers were far from rhetorical. The Florida woman and God were, 
she sur uh, surmised, one and the same. God apparently had some smiting to do. Hopping on flo the Florida version of the Mobile, a children's tricycle. Um, I'm going to call her Susan, by the way. Yeah, good Susan, Susan grabbed a handgun and rode around town, pointing it at several lapsed believers as she went. God then went shopping, which, which is Susan, by the way, because she calls herself God. It makes sense. She went shopping, Florida style. Uh, Susan pedaled over to the parked mail truck and insisted that one of the packages was heaven sent. At gunpoint, she offered to cut out the middleman. The parcel was uh, exponentially delivered to the deity who rode off on her tricycle. Unfortunately for God, the separation of church and state police ended shortly thereafter. A cop car pulled up alongside the Holy Trinity's tricycle and gave an urgent commandment. Drop the gun now. Susan complied. The gun ended up being a toy anyways, because God doesn't need bullets. <laughs> Susan revealed to the police that she was, in fact, God, then said the voices in her head were telling her to do things. Apparently, God talks to herself. Susan was arrested but soon released and was last seen building an ark with a toy hammer. Nice. Is she going to try to spit, uh, split the bathtub? Split the water yes. in half? Yes. Fucking Florida people, man. Florida fucking people. That's right. Yeah. Think about that's about... who you pray to. Think about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about Bosom Buddies? B O S O M. Bosom. Bosom Buddies? Yeah. Is that like a toy a... shop? Might be. We'll find a out. Sex toy shop? A mother's work is never done. Definitely a and sex proud, toy shop. <laughs> and for proud... Oh, no, you wait. This is a great story. And for <laughs> proud Floridian Jennifer Mulford, neither is a girlfriend's. Mulford was so dedicated to her high school sweetheart, Brad... We're just going to call him Brad. That she quit her job to take the relationship to the next level. The adult breastfeeding relationship level, that is. Should have seen that one coming. Uh, apparently, adult breastfeeding is prevalent enough to have its own acronym, ABR. Mulford had, uh, had always been fascinated by ABR, but had difficulty finding a suitable partner until she reconnected with Lizen, which we're going to call, what, what did I say I was going to call him? Brad. We're going to call Brad and Jennifer, yeah. Um, so when I read about the bo uh, bond breastfeeding could create between two people, I was envious, She said, uh, Jennifer said, which considering her home state is only slightly ridiculous. Brad and I both wanted the same thing out of the relationship, a magical bond that only breastfeeding can achieve. There was, however, a catch. Jennifer hadn't had a child for 20 years. She was 16, which in Florida is actually a bit old. Well, it's like she hadn't had a kid in 20 years, but she was 16? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not the best at math, but how? <laughs> <laughs> 
The now grandmother uh, grandmother for Florida, 36-year-old, wasn't lactating, so had to dry feed and pump her breasts regularly to fool her, uh, fool her body into producing milk. Now, the happy dairy-centric couple nurse every two hours, even overnight. Nights have been a struggle, struggle, Brad admits. Oh, no, sorry, Jennifer admits. Because Brad sleeps so peacefully, but we manage to cope. Until, she continues, he falls asleep latched onto me, which is beautiful. Thankfully, for those who eat solid foods and wish to keep from vomiting it up in disgust, the couple limits the mammary, mammary madness to their home. Jennifer doesn't breastfeed her boyfriend in public, which in Florida is considered common courtesy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you just keep your boyfriend inside when you breastfeed him. <laughs> God, what type of fucking inhumane pieces of garbage do you think they are? <laughs> You're fired, Florida style. This entry is a uh, pyrotechnic uh, sunshine state two for one. First, hell hath no fury, but a Florida woman's scorn. But unfortunately for one innocent automobile owner, it also has no incompetence like a Florida woman, period. I don't know if I want to do Carmen, this story. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen, 19, had just about enough of her ex-boyfriend. So she left the Florida version of an angry note on his car. She lit a rag on fire and stuck it in the gas tank, then popped the trunk and set the inside aflame. The only problem? <laughs> it wasn't her boyfriend's car. Uh, I was going to say, it was that gas? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who she is, said Tampa resident and former automobile owner, <laughs> Thomas James, <laughs> whose who's Honda Civic met a not-so-civil demise. After performing the Florida version of John Goodman's car trashing scene from The Big Lebowski, <laughs> uh, Carmen was identified via surveillance video and arrested. Elsewhere in Jacksonville, a more successful arsonist torched a man's vehicle for the most Florida of reasons. He wouldn't buy her a McFlurry ice cream from McDonald's. Hey, don't we have our own ice cream story at a Burger King? No, do we? Um, yeah, I want to say like Massachusetts, and it had uh, some golden graham cracker ice cream. Oh yeah, about how? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I was in, I was in Massachusetts, and uh, the burger place we went to, Burger King, whatever. I guess fuck them. I can say Burger King <laughs> anyway. So I asked for a. It was like what was it? It was I'm like pretty a, sure it's like, it was a like a golden. Oh, it was a cinnamon toast. It was a cinnamon toast crunch ice crunch cream yeah. shake. Yeah, and I wanted it so bad. It was a limited time deal, and we were down there for how long? Three weeks. Yeah, two three weeks. And I wanted that fucking ice cream. Yeah, they had commercials so, like every hour on the hour for this ice yeah. cream. Yeah, and it was pissing me off because every time it would tease me with it. So the first time I went up there, I was like, okay, so I want that. Sorry, our ice cream machine is down. I'm like, mm, okay, shit happens, you know. So we we got our stuff and left. And, and uh, then like the next time, weren't couple... they like, oh, it's it's actually next week that they start or something like that. 
no, no, they said it's broken again. And I think that time I kind of was like, whatever. And then, so the third time I went back, she's like, sorry, our ice cream machine is broken. And, or they didn't have the ingredients. And I lost the shit. I called her a whore. <laughs> he left. She's like, excuse me? And then she came stomping out of the store trying to find me. <laughs> yeah. And we just we just straight left. What was crazier is our hotel was like right across the street. We left and went to McDonald's, which was right across the street from the Burger King. Yeah, we did. Fuck that bitch <laughs> telling me her ice cream's out of order. Next morning, comes she... back and the tires are flat. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope she's like, she's just all of a sudden a listener to this podcast and she's like <laughs> that's it, it. it was that motherfucker that's it this is the reason why we got into podcasting to find the one person <laughs> find that one bitch that didn't want to give me a cinnamon toast crunch shake and it's probably because her lazy ass didn't want to mix the materials together or clean the machine or clean the machine fuck her <laughs> I wanted my cinnamon toast and then when I went back the next time they took it off yeah. I was so sad. It's all right. One day. So one it, day it, they'll bring it back. One that's, day. That's it. That is the goal of this podcast now is to, you know, Rick and Morty bring is trying back, to bring back the Szechuan sauce. Yes. Our goal. Bring back the cinnamon toast shake. That's it. At the end of every episode, we're going to mention that until it comes back. And then when I, the first time I try it, I'm like, this is absolute shit. <laughs> we're doing our live recording today of mitch finally getting his ice cream after seven (laughs) years of trying to get it (laughs) i guess it's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh so anyways back to our story oh yeah we were talking about a story today at around 12 30 a.m one fine evening melanie cross was screaming for ice cream But to no avail, deprived of dessert, she took the initiative to scratch the man's keys, uh, grab a gas can, snatch the man's keys, not scratch, snatch the man's keys, grab a gas can, douse the car, and set it ablaze. The vehicle's owner, who was mostly assuredly wasn't loving it. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? Anyways tried in vain to extinguish the flames. Despite multiple witnesses and surveillance footage, Cross then did what any true Florida woman would do. She hung around to lie to the local news team, claiming the car was her own and had spontaneously combusted. All for ice cream. All for ice cream. So, could you imagine sticking around like, man, my fucking car caught a flames and the guy's like trying to put it out. My fucking car! (laughs) Is your machine working yet? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is your machine working yet? No? All right. Where's your house at? So, so, uh, the next one is what a gas. And the last one is what a gas. So, another candidate for the best headline ever uh, is the handiwork of uh, Sarah. Naked, toothless woman huffing propane. <laughs> New Tinder profile right there. That's right. 
The 45-year-old Naples residence was mining her own business, sucking gas from a propane tank in her garage with the lights off in the nude. When her obvious overprotective mother called the cops on her. Parents, am I right? Fucking parents. They ruin everything. But despite its Floridorian glory, the headline didn't do the situation its full justice. When police arrived, they discovered two things. First, uh, Long Acre was the size of, uh, well, an acre. Which is the lady. The one that was huffing the pain or the mom? Yeah. S- s- or no. huffing First, the propane. Sarah, 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 the one that was huffing the propane, was uh, the size of an acre. The dainty 300-pounder <laughs> looked more like a, like a refueling SUV than a typical Florida woman. Just trying to get her high in her garage. Second, surprise of surprises, Sarah was a little tipsy. She reported consuming two liters of alcohol, which is shockingly specific for someone huffing propane from a spigot. (laughs) Jesus, maybe I'm huffing propane. Annoyed at having her privacy so thoroughly violated, Sarah sparked a lighter, held the flame near the nozzle, and threatened to end the now overcrowded party with a bang. Police backed off and decided to get the mother out of the house, then reapproached Sarah. This time, they were able to kick the propane tank away from uh, away before a fatal Floridian fireworks display. Escorting the non-to-please Sarah off the premises took several emergency workers. She cu- she kicked and she bit. Police said, but it didn't hurt because, per the headline, she has no teeth. <laughs> Sarah was hospitalized, arrested, and charged with threatening to discharge a destructive device and resisting an officer with violence. Oh my gosh. How you like that, motherfucker? Florida woman! Uh, they They should create a TV show about that. They should, actually. Florida, the worst state to live in. Good lord. The only thing here good enough to counteract everything is our happiness with Disney World. Yep. But go outside of Disney World and they will murder you. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is in the parking lot with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucked. So I got a story for you. Okay. Oh, wait, that was the last one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. That was the last one. So, we went to the park the other day. Me, Alex, Trevor. We went there, and Trevor's playing with the steering wheel. Alex is running back and forth on their little bridge. And this uh, little girl, I guess, Trevor left the steering wheel. The girl starts playing with it. And then Trevor goes back to the steering wheel. When he goes back, Alex kind of, like, puts his hand on Trevor's head. And he goes... That's Trevor's steering wheel to this little girl. And the little girl goes, no. And he goes, that's Trevor's steering wheel. And she runs, right? And then Alex kind of follows her up the slide, to which I got to stop him because he's going to beat the shit out of this little girl. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what it sounded sounded like a child murderer right now. Yeah, well, it, it gets better, I think. Probably not. So he's standing there looking at me because I stopped him. And, you know, what would make it worse, the little girl comes back. And I thought she was going to give him like a kiss on the cheek because she got really close to his face. Right. And then she goes laughing and running off. At this point, I'm making eye contact with like Alex and this little girl's mom. And I hear Alex go, don't spit on me. I was like, oh, shit, this little girl spit on you. (laughs) She, She had to be maybe maybe four or five, right? She's older than Alex. But I see him, he's got his finch clist and or his, his fists all clenched up and he's looking at me. And I look at the mom and she looks straight down. Like she knows that her daughter has fucked up at this point. So what do you do? You go punch the mom. Well, I, I wish. Or, or you go to, you know, have that, that, uh, that Facebook video where that guy just keeps slapping those <laughs> people around because <laughs> I, I thought about it. I really did. But I did the next best thing that I could do after she made eye contact with me, looked down like two, three times you, in a split second. You burned her car. Uh, I thought about that too. <laughs> I looked at Alex and I just gave him a nod. I was like, okay. And he started to go after this little girl. To which I looked at the mom again, and she had like this look of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Justin. In my head, it happened so fast, but in my head it played out like he was just gonna beat the shit out of this little girl. And you played it off like it was a video, like a like a, a movie, like he was just gonna run up to her, choke slam her to the it, ground, tombstone pile driver. I did, like he was on a drop kicker off the slide. And then that moment passed. I was like, Alex, Alex, no, 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 no. I picked him up. I picked up Trevor. I said, we're going to go play at the other park. Right. And I just mean mugged the shit out of this little girl's mom. Like, that's the one thing you don't do. You could have went up and gave him the finger. You could have went up and told him that he's (laughs) a bad kid. Right. But you don't go up and spit in my kid's face. I don't give a fuck who you is. Uh, so she just straight spit, or was she like laughing and spit got on? No, no, no. She got up in his face, spit on him, and then ran away laughing. I was like, that's fucked up. That to me, I would rather someone piss on me than spit in my face. That shit. I know Yeah, I know you don't like the whole spit. That's thing. like the ultimate way to disrespect someone. It's not cool. So it gets, I did have a little bit of justice at the end of this, you know, we went to this other park, started playing and I saw this mom spank the fuck out of this little girl. (laughs) She she lit her up. I was like, all right, that's okay. I'll accept that. Yeah. Then we had a good day after that. Well, that that sounds like a very that sounds like a Florida story right there. I just thought it was funny. Like as a parent, you have those slow motion moments where you're trying to decide what to do. You know the what ifs in life; they're crazy. Yeah. The what ifs. The what ifs. But anywho, giveaway everybody. It's going to happen. Hey. 
Go on Apple iTunes and review and rate us. Yes. You could put something like uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch ice cream. Yeah, do that one. Cinnamon Toast ice cream. Say, Burger King, you piece of shit, bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) Get on Instagram, hashtag Burger King, you're a piece of shit. Hell, even go on Burger King's website or whatever, Facebook, Twitter page, whatever you fucking call it nowadays, and go on there and tell them, hey, Mitch wants the Cinnamon Toast Crunch shake back. If you don't do it, um, I was going to say we're going to burn down a car, but then I was like, well, that might <laughs> actually be a threat. Yeah, all of our fans are just burning down cars everywhere. Yeah, yeah, all our fans are like, well, carpool shenanigans told us to do it. <laughs> and next thing you know, we're we're getting sued, and I have to be the spokesperson for Burger King. <laughs> Try our new chicken fries. Try our new chicken fries, but not the fucking cinnamon toast crunch shake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, that was a good story, man. I like, I do like the Florida man and Florida woman stories. They're just, they're pretty great, aren't they? So random. I know. I just came across it and I was like, perfect story. Perfect. Perfect. So wait, you didn't do any research? You just kind of found a story? Well, I did some research. Oh, all right. I, I did most fucked up people in the world. That's a lot of research. Did it, it, was did it a lot come of up research. with us? No. No, it immediately went to Florida. <laughs> so if you go on Google and type in most fucked up people, all of Florida pops up. Yeah, every person that lives in Florida pops up. Like, there's just pages and pages of of people. Especially the el- elderly. Like, man, fuck them. <laughs> well, that is pretty much all of Florida's elderly and retired people. Oh, and Well, Matt. on one and side, you got one, you got one side of Florida that's elderly, rich people playing golf with their buttholes. And then you got on the other side, they're doing meth out their buttholes. Yep. Staking it. I really think Florida's problem, if we're going to get real with it, I think Florida's problem is that they, that is like the ground zero for where the drugs get smuggled in at, you know, from Colombia. Cuba, yeah, and stuff. Cuba, Colombia, um, terrible geography, but you know what I mean? Like that yeah. and like Texas is like ground zero. But I think Texas law enforcement is doing a better job with their. What? Are you still there? Yeah. What? Are you still there? Oh, well, I can understand that because Texas, first off, has better cops. And because the Texas people like they have to go, you know, arrest people here and there. In Florida, all the cops are arresting people by the millions every day. Mm hmm. Alright, I'm gonna get off here, man. Yeah, that's I know you're getting a million life. calls. That is life.
Carpool Shenanigans is on all major platforms. Make sure to listen, review, feedback is always welcome. For all the exclusive, make sure to follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Carpool Shenanigans. And tune in next Friday for an all new episode.